Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. I'm Zach. Each of our teams has at least one game left with the potential of two. Yeah. Which would lead to the biggest version of the game the world has ever seen. Ever. But first, yeah. we're going in chronologic chronological order. Yeah. Michigan against TCU. Honestly, I came away from the Big 12 championship seriously impressed with TCU, even in a loss. Max Duggan is a beast. I don't know how in the world they had the ball third and goal from the one and didn't let him do anything, either of the plays. They just handed off. But we talked about that last time. Uh, because Corum is out, uh, has been out, if I had a vote for the Heisman, I probably would have voted for Max Duggan, to be honest. Uh, their running back, Kendra Miller, is really good. Has home run potential. They're balanced in the passing game. And their defense has 14 picks on the year. I am not overlooking TCU because I think TCU is actually really good. Yeah, We all know what? I don't I – I agree with the first statement that they shouldn't overlook TCU, but I don't think TCU is really good. That's awesome. I hope you're right. We all know that Michigan has been a second-half team all year, but so has TCU, and yeah. that scares me. Mobile quarterbacks against Michigan give me flashbacks to Troy Smith and JT Barrett, who was short, and a few other guys. Braxton Miller. It's funny. Braxton Miller is another one. It's funny because on Sunday, uh, last Sunday, I talked to a few non-Michigan fan friends about this matchup, and they were way more confident uh, in the ease with which Michigan would win than I am. I think TCU is underrated. I would bet money that they get a touchdown in the fourth quarter, which Michigan has not given up much this year. And where against Purdue, once it was clear Michigan's second-half defense had shown up, uh, I was super comfortable with the game. I don't know that I'll ever be comfortable against TCU unless it's a blowout, which I'm not expecting. I'm I'm very scared about TCU getting out to an early lead, yeah. like a, a substantial lead, and then Michigan has to play from behind against a team that's also good in the second half. Now, Michigan's not bad in the first half. They've just been so good in the second half. It makes their first halves look not as good. Yeah. The one thing is that TCU does not have the best defense. Uh, still, I think TCU scores late. To make it 45-23 Michigan. Oh, man. Uh, I really like this TCU team, and the, their head coach hasn't been there long at all, and he's tw- he went 12-0 in the regular season this year. Yeah. It's really incredible. And then this the story of Max Duggan is awesome, like especially in the transfer portal era when Duggan found out he would not start the season and would be the backup. He could have easily just packed his yeah. bags and went somewhere else, especially somebody that has had so much experience. But he, he stuck it out, even told Sonny Dykes that he would be the best backup in the country, but they, he just won the freaking job back. This is a resilient team that is really fun to watch, and it, uh, Duggan obviously just epitomizes that resiliency. And um, But I think the problem with TCU is the Big 12 is a little overrated. The conference has never won a playoff game, and the only team from their conference that's ever had an appearance in the playoffs is Oklahoma, who was 6-6 six and six this year, and their new head coach is on their way out of the conference. They have a new head coach, and they're on the way out of the conference. I just don't think the Big 12 is that good. Even, like, who, like Kansas State's the second-best team. Are they somebody that scares you? No. Um, 
They're the best team, really. I mean, they won the conference. Mm-hmm. And they're not somebody that would scare me. If Ohio State had to play Kansas State, I'd be like, okay. So you think that Michigan is the best team in the Big Ten because they won the conference? We'll see. Um, <laughs> I think the Wolverines and their play style will be too much for the Horned Frogs. Uh, TCU will keep it close in the first half, but Michigan will ultimately do what they've done all season and just wear the other team down and make great second-half adjustments. I like the Wolverines to pull away in the second half to win 41-17. I hope you're right. Yeah. The second game is Ohio State against Georgia. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I want to talk about Georgia first. They're the defending national champions, undefeated SEC champs, but I do think that they're not without flaws. They have struggled at times against inferior opponents, such as beating Kentucky by 10, beating Kent State by 17, in a game that was really in, within reach for the Golden Flashes in the fourth quarter, yeah. and only beating Missouri by four, where the Bulldogs needed a 14-point fourth quarter, and they only scored 26 in the game to avoid the upset. Um, even in the SEC championship game, they gave up 30 points to LSU, who really isn't that good. Um and there were even a couple crazy plays in that game, like the blocked field goal that was absolutely just a brain fart on LSU's part to yep. just let Georgia take it back for a touchdown. And then the, one of the most ridiculous interceptions I've ever seen when it bounced <laughs> off the guy's helmet after a deflection. Um, but, like, that all say that they have flaws and are avoidable, but I do think that it's not, like... They've also shown up in big ways in big games. Their season opener was against Oregon, Although it was a team with a first-year head coach and a new quarterback, they dominated them 49-3. to And then against number one at the time, Tennessee, who has has one, an incredible offense, one of the best in the country, if not yeah. the best in the country. They only they held them to only 13 points. Um, and then also even the game that I already brought up where they gave up 30 points in the SEC championship game, they scored 50 points. And that was just in their last game, and which is the most points they've scored all year other than Vanderbilt. So... Um, they show up in big games in big ways. Um, but Ohio State, they're obviously coming off a loss against their only really big game all year, and Notre Dame sucks. Um, schematically, even after the Michigan game, I feel like Ohio State's defense is much better than a season ago. It, it was a different gashing of Ohio State this year that Michigan put on. They gave up too many big big plays. Michigan had one touchdown drive that was 10 plays or more. Ohio State's defense was overly aggressive and paid the penalty for that when players lacked execution, whether it was blown coverage or a missed tackle or a bad angle. They were all mistakes that led to long touchdowns, and like opposed to last year where Michigan just kind of pounded right. it down Ohio State's throw and just had sustained drives and had the ball forever too. Um but I think if the defense can limit the mistakes, pull back on the aggressiveness a little bit, and make some stops, they'll give the offense a chance to win. I would also really love to see absolute freak athlete Sonny Styles um, have him see the field a little more. He's a true freshman. He's been on the field here and there at times. Um, but he has a he's huge frame for a safety, being six foot four, two hundred and twenty pounds, and they will need his size to match up with Georgia's incredible tight end duo. Um, I think the offense needs to do the opposite as far as aggressiveness i think the offense was a little too passive at times especially in the michigan game they have the ability to pass the ball downfield but i don't think they've used it as much as they have are capable of or have really needed to at times um it was something that purdue was showed uh was it was something that purdue showed um 
It was something that Purdue was able to take advantage of against Michigan's defense that Ohio State just simply didn't even try, other than the one pass down to Marvin Harrison Jr. that went for a touchdown. And then also LSU proved that the same against Georgia, and I think that'll be key um, with the weapons Ohio State's offense has compared to LSU and Purdue. It, I think it is something that they – should try to attack, and if they do, they can be successful. Um, offense just needs to be more aggressive. The defense needs to tone down their aggressiveness, and they need to play more disciplined football because penalties were a huge issue over the last couple of games. It was part of what kept Maryland in the game, and uh, it killed some huge pivotal drives against Michigan or some kept stupid some penalties. Michigan drives alive. Yeah, yeah, that too, yeah. Um, well, I want to go back because you said uh, Purdue exposed some things in Michigan, but – Purdue barely scored more than Ohio State. Yeah, but Purdue's not as good as Ohio State all around. Maybe they are. Okay. <laughs> they um, did better against the best team. Okay. Since the start of the playoff era, no team has won back-to-back national champions, and I think Ohio State matches up the best talent-wise and schematically of the other two teams in the playoffs to dethrone the reigning national champions. Ohio State is coming off a really bad loss, but they're not the first team in the playoff era to lose their last game and still make the playoff. Obviously, TCU... Um, mm-hmm. as well this year did that. But just going back to last year, Georgia lost in the SEC championship game in a blowout to Alabama 41-24, to then went on to win the national championship. The only other two times that two teams have made the playoffs that played each other prior to the playoffs, um, counting last year, those, those teams have – the teams that lost – have gone on to win the national championship. I like the Buckeyes to upset the Bulldogs here and win this game 35-27. to Dang. Yeah. Uh, it is a weird, weird place to be spending leading up to the championship weekend trying to talk myself into how Georgia is beatable, only to find USC lose, getting Ohio State into the playoffs against yeah. Georgia. Where like now I'm like I don't I don't want to think about how Georgia's beatable yeah. yet, at least. Uh, I don't think that Georgia has a big play threat at running back this year, like they had Cook last year. Yeah. Um, going into the SEC championship, this blows my mind that Stetson Bennett was invited to the Heisman ceremony. Going into the SEC championship, Stetson Bennett had only thrown for 16 touchdowns on the year. Mm-hmm. That's barely won a game. That's insane. Terrible. I do, I do actually like Stetson Bennett. A lot of people have kind of shit on him the last week because he got invited, but you can't really blame the guy for accepting the invite. You know, like I can't if I got blame invited, him. I can just blame the people that invited that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> if I got invited to the Eisman ceremony, even though I felt like I didn't deserve it, I would still go. Yeah. Uh, but Stetson Bennett, all year, only threw for 16 touchdowns before the SEC championship game. Uh, Georgia's defense has been good, but like you said, not anywhere close to the historic defense that they had last year. Yeah. Ryan Day, C.J. Stroud, and Ohio State are going to come out wanting to prove that they belong, that they're not soft. I've got Georgia 42-27. Uh, things no one is talking about. What do you got? Um, the only thing I've got is what I just said, and I haven't heard anyone else say it, though, is that no one's given the Buckeyes a shot, but every other time that a team has made the playoffs with a loss to another team that made the playoffs, the team with the loss has won the championship. That's terrible. I don't like that. Uh, things no one is talking about. So Cade McNamara transferring to Iowa. Eric All, Michigan's potential All-American tight end before he got hurt, transferring probably to Iowa. No one is talking about Iowa's offensive potential. 
I have a little bit. But I feel like that's for a reason. <laughs> it doesn't matter who they've got on their team as long as they have Brian Ferentz calling the shots. Uh, tweet of the week. You don't have one. I have one from Josh Ogdahl. Uh, trust me, there is absolutely not a culture problem. So, Cade McNamara, uh, Eric all transferred. There was some talk that there was a problem within Michigan. Um, but the video is Mike Sainer still and Michael Barrett, both on Michigan's defense, coming up during the press conference after the game and hugging Jim Harbaugh. And one of them I couldn't really hear, but you see, you hear Jim Harbaugh say, I love you too. And then the other one you hear them say, I love you, coach. And he says, I love you too. Uh, for all of the talk from the haters that drink their haterade and eat their hater tots, as Jim Harbaugh would say. Defending, while well, he's defending criminals. Well, we'll see. You know, let the process play out, Zach. <laughs> but from all the people that are trying to hate on Michigan, trying to say that there's a culture problem, I don't think that teams that hate each other go 13-0 and very often. Until that German Meyer. Urban Meyer's teams didn't hate each other. They just all hated Urban Meyer. I don't know. There are, like, a lot of players and coaches and moving parts involved in a football team. I It's hard to imagine any team without any hate against each other. It's hard to imagine, especially nowadays, successful or not, having zero transfers. I think yeah. that these guys leaving, like Cade basically left the team when he got hurt. Eric All basically left the team when he got hurt, and they went on to go 13-0. and They were both captains, and they didn't have a drop-off in leadership. Um, I think that says something about either or both of their leadership not being missed or other guys stepping up to provide leadership. I'm just saying when – I was in the fifth grade and was a starting quarterback. <laughs> there was definitely some kids on my team that were jealous and hated me. Yeah. And there was only like, what, 15 kids on my team? I don't know. 15 to 20, there. I don't know. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I also don't think you can look at this Michigan team and say they have a culture problem in the locker room. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not – I think you think there's hate in this world. There's hate. <laughs> Just – in general, there's hate, people in this hate world, people. There's hate. There's always hate. I know you hate yeah. me sometimes. Never, Zach. Yeah, I've never hate you. I, um. <laughs> I said that. But, yeah, go Buckeyes. <laughs> With that, we'll see you the week before uh, the game, meaning Michigan against Georgia for the <laughs> national tri- championship. Uh, yeah, I misspoke. Until then, go Blue. Go Ohio State's buying tickets. Oh,